girl, real talk. This whole it's a new year, time to reinvent myself trash is not the vibe for 2024. You can find someone who loves you for you, as you are. You don't need to read a stack of self-help books, only eat sad salads, or like start meditating at 5 a.m. to be ready for dating. So yeah, my advice is to download Bumble and find someone who embraces you the way you are right now. Let me know how it goes. It's Unstable Tuffy with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Sarah, I was so sad when we had to reschedule our Christmas Eve Eve show at the Comedy Arena because of illness sweeping the family. And uh, I am just even more excited than I was disappointed to tell you about our show on February 16th, rescheduled. We're rebranding it the Millennial Show, which makes it even more fun because we're millennials and it'll be funny. It'll be a live taping. It'll be so good. February 16th, Comedy Arena, 9.30 p.m. Tickets available online. Bye. It's Maggie. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. Welcome to Season 2, oh Episode my gosh. Season 2, no breaks. No breaks. <laughs> Straight into it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what? When you got it, you keep going. When you know, you, you keep, <laughs> just keep rolling. Just like, I don't know if you can hear this right now, Squirrel's getting water right behind me. Yeah, she's rolling with it. She's rolling with it. She's like, keep going, ladies. Don't mind me. I could have gotten water any time before you started, but I decided to do it right now. Yeah, we're just in it. We are ready. Season two, <laughs> 2024. We're coming to you. So this is wild. You know what else is wild, Maggie, and completely unstable that I've been dying to talk to you about? Ooh. It's this show, and it's on HBO, and it's called The Garden. And wow. it's not really a show that I would normally watch because, to be fair, it's on HBO, but it's a show that should belong on, like, TLC Network. It's like a reality. It's very reality. Messed up right? family. Kind of. So I wanted to watch it because it's about a cult. And for some reason, I feel like cults are the new murders. And... <laughs> <laughs> The most accurate statement. <laughs> Cults are totally the new murders. You're so right. The two, the new murders. I so, used to be so into murders, but now I'm like, had enough of people dying. Now I want to watch yeah. people completely brainwashed. 
Exactly. hundred percent. So I saw it and it's about this, uh, the garden is this, is it a cult or is it not? And it's a docu-series. I'm like, oh, this would be interesting. It's real time. Someone's in the duck, you know, in the garden trying to figure this out. I'm like, let's watch. So are you Wait, familiar with the garden? Well, you only because you did message a group thread that we're on saying, yes. oh my gosh, everyone needs to watch the garden. And everyone was like, okay. <laughs> Did you, have you seen, have you know anything about it? No, no. other than what you've told me just now. But I do have one quick question. Is the person in the garden trying to figure out if it is a cult? Are they like a plant? Do people know that they're there as a a journalist? Or is it like a secret? That's a great question. So it starts off in episode one, interviewing people in the garden. And you find out the garden um, is essentially my living nightmare. It's a bunch of people living what's called off the grid which to me means you have to find your own source of power, plumbing, water, and food, right? You're living off the grid. You're not dependent upon anybody else, which sounds awful to me. And it's on this plot of land in Tennessee. And the whole reason the garden became known is one of its members TikToked about it (gasps) and living on the garden. And then from that it became a lot of people questioning whether or not the garden is a cult because all these people come here. And so they say they're not. There's no hierarchy, which I guess is a big um, cult thing. Cult thing. Like you have There's to have no like a leader, hierarchy. Right. There's no leader. So we're not a cult. That's what they say. They, they rule by committee, which never works. Um, so I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then, then it turns into a TLC show because now you start bringing in these people who want to go to the garden and become garden people. And they have this 10-day trial period where you can email like, hey, I want to be a garden member, garden club, you know? Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. And they come for 10 days. You're allowed to stay. And at the end of 10 days, this community votes (gasps) if you can stay or not. Oh, and not so, even on the person who it's not like I would like to come to the garden and then I'm like, I kind of really love it. Really excited to be a part of the garden. And then they're like, actually, we voted and you are not a part of the garden. A hundred percent is what it is. A hundred percent. So that's where it turns into this reality TV show because they have like these now they feature on this one person. The first person that they show is this guy. Gosh, I don't remember. Really. Oh, in Colorado and him and his wife. One, you learned the very comfortable being nude. Two, yes. you learn that he um, is an end of the world prepper. prepper. Mm-hmm. That and so he right. wants to go to the garden to find a place. And he's married and he's willing to leave his wife, who's also a private detective. So it, so anyways, the this is where it turns into a, a reality show. And I kind of like bailed because I'm like, I don't, this is, I no, I'm out. Yeah, I don't need but, another reality show to watch. I need another cult. Cult show. Show. Yes. So it's unstable because of that. But this is where it gets me. These people are so dirty. They're Ugh. just dirty. They're just dirty. Like I don't like they're just they're just gross. They're full of filth. This guy that's like the spokesperson is just gross. He's like I don't shower. I don't remember last time. Like you're disgusting. Yeah. This is like in their kitchen. It's not a kitchen. It's a lean to. And I'm like and and they go dumpster diving for uh. their food. And I'm like that's not off grid. No. And they're like, yeah, because we're using resources that would get wasted. I'm like, no, no, you're asking for parasites. Ew. Ew. Yes. It's gross. Ew. It's not organized. It's gross. It's gross. So I just couldn't. It's, it is literally my living hell, Maggie. That 
sounds awful and also makes me think about how whenever I'm watching a TV show, like reality show, like Real Housewives, whatever, I'm always like, I wonder what that person's house smells like. That's a good question. Yeah, like Kyle Richard, she's got like 10 dogs. I'm like, mm, but it smells a little wet. Yeah, but she has so rich she can hire so much cleaning staff. Yeah, but you got so many big dogs like that. It's going to smell like farts no matter what. My big thing when I watch shows that are abnormal like this, I think, how do you brush your teeth? Because to me, that is when I feel the cleanest is after I brush my teeth. And if I couldn't brush my teeth, I would just vomit. And speaking of vomit, oh, Maggie. Excellent. <laughs> thank you. Good. It's 2024. Are you ready for this fact? I am ready for a fact. When it needs to vomit... A frog's entire stomach spews out and dangles from its mouth. The frog then cleans the contents of the stomach with its cute little hands and then swallows it back down again. Okay, this might not be how you were expecting me to react. This might not be how you were expecting me to react, but I'm going to say it. This is how I would like to vomit. If I was going to vomit... I don't like to, but if I could, I mm-hmm. would like to just spit up my entire stomach, maybe mm-hmm. go to the sink, rinse it out, give it a good shake, scrape mm-hmm. some things up, be like, oh man, that's the corn I ate. I don't want that in there. <laughs> Get it all clean, cleanse it out, <laughs> put it on back there, and then go about my day, go swimming. I think that's great. <laughs> frogs are the future. Cults are the new murder. Frogs are the future. I, you know what? I can't disagree with it. And putting in that context... Having had just recent oh yeah vomit situations, I would I agree. Like let's just dangle it all out there. I don't want I don't honestly the process of it. Of I would it. I'd be reluctant because you know like we were talking about when kids take medicine, they delay it and they put up a fit. I feel like that would be me with this with your I, vomit bag with my vomit bag. Out of your it's, mouth. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be a. Uh, an enjoyable experience. Okay, but also think about this. If you, like, I vomit out my stomach in a, like, mm-hmm. a little bag of vomit, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's my responsibility to mm-hmm. clean it out, right? Right. So then that's also, it's on everyone else. It's like, that's your stomach bag of vomit. Mm-hmm. You got to clean that out. And I think it's easier to deal with your own vomit than yeah. it is to deal with someone else's. That's fair. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I bet there'd be so many products too that would make this process less painful. Also, like decorate your stomach bag, or some like cleaning. I'd like a specific bag to empty. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, a little scraper. There'd be a clean. There'd be TikTok like clean talk all 100%. about what to do with your tummy, tummy yep. troubles. Ugh. Well, Maggie, speaking of tummy troubles, are you ready to react? Yes. So, just like a frog. Mm-hmm. If you had to spew out the contents of your purse, oh. what would we find? Well, if I am carrying a purse. Yes, because we already know that you're very much a woman of the future and just have your just, phone. I just grab everything I can in my little chipmunk hands and I run right. around with that. But if right. I do have a purse, which is I think right now my fanny pack, and if I were to open my fanny pack, there'd be a thin wallet that mm-hmm. has my cards in it and my license. Mm-hmm. My phone would be in there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully my car key. Yeah. Please. Um, probably some receipts stuffed okay. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lip gloss maybe. Wow. That, that I'll forget is in there. 
Um, <laughs> some sort of rock that some child has handed me and told me to keep safe. An acorn, similar okay. nature. Yeah. Um, a monster truck. Oh, um, cough drops. Ooh, nice. Um, tissues. Um, there's so many things. Pens. But then... Then I'll clean it out. You know what will happen? I clean yeah. out my purse. I do like a little frog vomit of my purse. Uh-huh. And then I go and I'm like, all I got is my wallet and my keys, baby. And then someone's like, oh, do you have lip gloss? Oh, do you have my rock? Oh, do you have a pen? And I have none of those things. You it's can't fear. ever clean out your purse because as soon as you do, you don't mm-hmm. have the things that everyone needs from you. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack be a celebrity the gals can think of quick. It's time for You Don't Know Jack, <laughs> where Sarah and Maggie share some facts about a celebrity named Jack and try to guess who it is. So I have chosen to do, this is season two, right? Season yeah. two, a new me, new you. We have played You Don't Know Jack, and I've decided to do this a little different just to start Ooh, the year. I love this. Okay, so I'm going to use Jack in some different sentences that I oh, found geez. on the internet. Oh, my and gosh. And I want you to tell me what Jack means in these scenarios. No. Okay. <laughs> so I have four, but okay. there were so many. Jack is like the universal word you use to fill in other words. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not, but let's do this. Some of these are easy. Jeez. I feel like I'm on the NPR show, that puzzle that puzzle thing they do on Sundays. <laughs> wait, wait, don't listen. tell me. Yeah, no, it's not. Wait, wait. It's part of like the Sunday news brief where they have like the puzzlers oh. and you have to write in and it's a really complicated puzzles. No, Anyways. it's not. It's not going to be complicated. You're going to get uh, this first I'm one. So you're going to be like, okay, I got it. Already? Okay. Okay. They didn't know Jack about travel. What I, does that mean? What does Jack mean there? Oh, what does Jack mean there? Oh, okay, they didn't know crap about traveling. They yeah, didn't know anything. They didn't know nothing about it. Yes, okay, absolutely. Ding, 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 ding. You okay. did know that, Jack. Okay. 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 We I want a true. lot of Jack at the track. Money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he got jacked for the photo shoot. Well, it could be two different things. I would say, one, he got, like, he was excited or he got pumped up. Like yeah. he got like muscles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I ain't jacking that. You're. I hope it's really not a euphemism, but I'm not taking it. Like I'm not gonna take something. Yeah. Like, steal like, it. I'm not gonna. I'm not claiming. I'm not claiming oh, that. I'm not okay. claiming that. Okay. I'm not jacking that. Dang, uh, Sarah. Dang. Dang, thanks. You knew all those jacks. It's because I was listening to that puzzle show. <laughs> it's because you listen to NPR. <laughs> I guess I listen to NPR. Also, I didn't know that this is the game. Like, I really, you're explaining it to me. I'm like, I have no idea what she's talking about. I don't I think hope- that I did a good job. <laughs> it's season two, baby. I'm not going to explain two. myself. <laughs> Can't hold anything back. I really do think that we should be guests on that portion of... NPR on the Sunday edition. Yeah. And we can be the guest puzzlers. And I will get all of them wrong and you will get all of them right. Oh, no, no, no. Not guest puzzlers to do the puzzle. Oh, to write the puzzle. To write the puzzle. Oh, I would do a good job writing the puzzle because there would be no solution. (laughs) And then I'd have to come back next week and be like, I'm sorry, I messed up. (laughs) I said the wrong word. Is it you get for hiring unstable topics? (laughs) 
Well, that sure was fun. Thanks for playing You Don't Know Jack, brought to you by the most popular boy name in Hollywood. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. There are experts who decipher horrible handwriting. The Remote Encoding Center in Salt Lake City gets all of the hard-to-read mail that can't be figured out by automated mail sorters. There are 1,000 workers who can translate scribble in the average of four seconds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, do people know, do you think people get notified like, hey, your letter's going to take a little longer to get there because no, we had to send it to not. the special sorting decoding session. I don't think they want to hurt people's feelings. But I do think like if you feel like, wow, why is my mail taking so long? I do feel like that. Maybe it's because <laughs> it's being sent to Salt Lake City to get figured out like Blue's Clues or something, you know? But I feel like I have good handwriting, but I, do, great feel handwriting. Like, I do feel like my mail does not make it, you know? Maybe also I don't receive mail. I just feel like something <laughs> that back, is That's uh, your mail carrier, though. That's your mail carrier. We have discussed this, but <laughs> that your mail he's carrier. He's sending all my stuff. He's got like a vendetta against me. And he's just like, 100%. Mm, I'm not even going to put this in the sorter. I'm sending this straight to Salt Lake City. He is, he is your Newman. You are he Jerry. is. Oh my gosh. He's Newman. He's Newman. I'm going to ask him what his name is. <laughs> and he's going to be offended because I've, you've lived there for so long. <laughs> I've tried. I have tried to engage this man. I have tried to be, hello, how are you? My kids are like, it's the mailman. We love mail. Thanks for delivering the mail. And he's just like, grunt, grunt, grunt. Deliver, deliver, deliver. Drop mail I, that doesn't belong at this house in this mailbox. I hope he listens to this podcast. <laughs> I leave him a sticker. Like, hey, him a sticker. Special mention. <laughs> and I'll be like, this lady's the worst, actually. <laughs> I do think now that I really, I feel like this is a secret. And we know, you and I know, we don't have secrets in our house. This no. this should be shared yes. more publicly. Like the Absolutely. USPS needs to, because this is a cool thing. Yes. I think it's awesome that people can do that so quickly with other people's handwriting. Yeah, that takes a special. Do you think they were first mail carriers and mm-hmm. then they got noticed like hey you have a special talent they're probably like kindergarten teachers and they're like oh mm -hmm, that's what this letter is so they go and recruit at elementary schools yeah and people are like yes i would love to leave the classroom to go sit in salt lake city and decipher mail well speaking of recruitment maggie are you ready for your reaction i am if you worked for the usps Mm. what is the job you would like to do I think I would be a mail carrier. Also, we have a friend who's a mail carrier. We do. Clifton. Mr. Clifton Hall. And I think, I, I mean, I haven't talked to him about it. I've just decided that if he's doing it, it must be a fun thing to do. So I would like to throw my hat in. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to walk around, see the different neighborhoods, be a little nosy, not like open anyone's mail, but be like, sure. wow, this person gets a lot of letters from nebraska or whatever didn't you and i come up with the pitch where it was a whole serial killer that based on the mail that you got like could pick out oh or like probably he figured that out was what we were gonna do were. for garden of the month that's what it was yeah but mm-hmm. now murders are out cults are in that's it for this episode wasn't that fun now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. 
Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 